This is Born to Create, a podcast that celebrates the richness of free thinking through creativity, entrepreneurship, and the advancement of the Madison area. Hosted by Richard Jones Jr. and Carla Williams, with sponsorship by Oddly Arranged Media. You're listening to Born to Create Podcast. I'm host Carla Williams. And I'm Richard Jones Jr. We're so, so excited to be here today doing this interview uh, with one of Ali Range Media's family members and one of my family members, one of my sisters. We got Alex Shabazz in the space. How you doing today? Hey, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you all for having me in the space today. Yo, thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. Um, so we just... We're really excited to have you here. Um, we we love Cocoa Bean Skincare, um, and we would love for you to just tell us a little bit about Cocoa Bean, um, how you got started, um, what Cocoa Bean Skincare is, and how you doing. Okay. So, um, Cocoa Bean Skincare is a um, skincare company that me and my fiance, T.S. Banks, um, co-own together. Um, we really focus on creating products that um, support people with uh, sensitive skin, and we really like to think of cocoa bean as a reminder to take care of yourself, and we hope that um, we can use our business, our platform, our products as a way to um, really promote the idea of self-care and self-transformation as a way to transform our communities, as a way to transform the world. So I have to go into me and where I come from because I feel like that really is important to the context of how cocoa bean came to be. I just remember as a kid just like bringing in you know sticks and rocks that I found outside playing in dirt just having this overall just empathy for other living things and just feeling just a deep connection to them and um, I also grew up with a lot of abuse um, which I don't really like to talk about um, because I, my family um, was Muslim in the nation of Islam. And typically, um, people put violence and Muslim together, right? So I haven't really talked about this part of my life publicly, but it's so important to um, who I am as a person, to what my business has become, to what my um, organizing in the world has become. And those two, I see those as inextricably linked, right? My organizing and my business, those are linked. Like my business um, is to support uh, my community as well. And that's how I live. That's how I eat. Um, And the organizing is to transform the world. but I experienced a lot of violence, and, and in order to escape from that, uh, I was just always looking to, like, create things, and so, um, and especially things that made me feel good, you know, and so I just remember being, like, 10, 11, um, in the kitchen, trying, putting together, like, lemon juice and, like, baking soda and alcohol, right, trying to make facial cleansers and burn my face off <laughs> a couple of times, but just experimenting, you know what I'm saying? Um, and, and so that's how, that's made me the adult that I am, right? Um, and I just want to make sure that I pay homage to the line of just, like, strong black spiritual women that I come from. Like, they definitely have a lot to do with who I am and the reason why my business is, is successful today. 
Um, but fast forward. Wait, uh, before we fast forward, can yeah, we unpack some gems. of these things? Oh. Yeah, you were dropping gems right there. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. So we talked about organizing and that being linked to your business mm-hmm. and things like that. Can you elaborate on that a little bit more? Absolutely. So I have been organizing for 11 years now. Even though I'm young, I'm a, I'm a vet in the game. Um, and I've done a lot of different organizing from um, like direct action, taking over and putting um, homeless people in the people's homes. I've done um, just like um, protesting for against police violence, trying to advocate for um, alternatives to jail as a form of accountability. So I've done a, a lot of different things and used a lot of different tactics and um, I was taught as an organizer that it's you need to go, 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 work, 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 work. And it's all about the people and it's never about you. Right. Mm-hmm. When we talk about liberation, it is about the collective, the collective. And I never saw the collective as me. Right. And so I found myself as a young organizer who some from the outside, some might have seen me as um, being, uh, you know, pretty impactful to my community. Um, But behind closed doors, I was being violent. I was causing harm to everybody that I love. Right. I was just literally like a wrecking ball of self-loathing, self-doubt, depression. And I just projected it onto everybody that was around me, right? And so on the outside, you know, I look like this amazing organizer. Everybody knows me. Everybody loves me. And then behind closed doors, I'm acting um, in a way that is against my values, that is in a way that's against the way I was raised, in a way that um, is not going to get us towards liberation, I really thought that um, the way that I was moving in the world was okay. And mind you, having all this trauma that I haven't dealt with, um, you know, experienced homelessness. Um, You know, when I was at home, my dad was, you know, beating me up on a regular. Um, And so there was just a lot that I didn't deal with, and it was dealing with me. And Mm. therefore dealing with everybody around me. Yeah, so it just escalated to a point where the mirror was held in front of me and I was forced to look inward, right? I was forced to really take a a good look at how I was showing up in the world. And so I uh, sat down for my leadership position at the organization that I was at and um, I was broke Uh (laughs) and I was depressed Okay, didn't know it at the time, Um, but I really went inward, and I really, it was a winter, winter of 2017, I'll never forget, and I just spent a lot of time by myself, Um, and when the pressure is up for me, that's when I go into the things that make me feel better, which is that inventive side of me. Right. And so that's why I said the perfect it was like the perfect conditions to create cocoa bean, because Mm. if I hadn't have been so toxic. Right. And and literally crashed and fell 
Um, I wouldn't have had the opportunity to look at myself the way that I did. I wouldn't have turned inward um, and, and went back to kind of my roots, right, which was creating, right? Um, and so that's what I did. I took a break from feeling like the leader, feeling like the one who had to do everything, the one who had to save everyone, um, which is a really paternalistic and egotistic way of, of looking at organizing, right, which is why it wasn't sustainable. So um, that winter time, I just like got in the kitchen and was just like experimenting and end up coming up with a formulation for a body butter that everybody around me seemed to love, a facial cleanser that everybody around me seemed to love. And um, like I wasn't thinking about a business. I wasn't even present enough to be like, I should start a business, right? I wasn't even there. I wasn't. I just was trying to create and do something to the long nights, the insomnia, the anxiety, right? The the self-loathing. I just needed something to kind of escape from all of that. And, and, and so I, I returned to my childhood love, which was, you know, using things that the earth gives birth to and, and manipulating them to make people feel good. And um, my fiance was like, yeah, man, I think you got something here. <laughs> <laughs> and um, one day he randomly spits out Cocoa Bean. And that was the name. Wow. And that's how Cocoa Bean was born. So clearly this 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 time was um an opportunity for you to do some healing in yourself, right? Mm -hmm. It's um, transformative. And, and 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 I love that you took um what you felt like you were missing and something that you needed, right? And then also provided that um back to the community, right? Um so when did you Take cocoa bean from the concept, the idea, um, having some products in mind to really getting serious about like the business side. Well, <laughs> it was when um, I found myself with a twelve hundred dollar rent and no job, and a product that people seem to really like. And I'm a perfectionist. Okay. Again, it goes back to those perfect conditions, right? Just come on, come on, universe. But I'm a perfectionist, and I knew, right, like if I was going to get in the business, I did my research, okay? Um, I was like, we need to make some money. We need to make it fast. What are the different industries with high profit margins? I did. I did. Because I was like, I'm the type of person I could teach myself how to do anything, right? right. I need to make some money. And whatever I do, I got to be the best at it, right? That's how I, that's how I felt. Um, and I'm like, you know, I did my research. I'm like, I, I can make a lot of different things, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and But um, I just saw that the market was so saturated, right? So many different skincare companies, so many body butters on the market, which is beautiful, right? Which is a, a beautiful thing. Um, but I wasn't going to you know, create a skincare business unless we could be the best. Mm. And that's where, that's where I was at the time, right? I'm like, we have to be the best. That's the only way I'm going to waste my money, my time, you know what I'm saying? Um, and, uh, and we just did it, right? We just did it. We started off, we started off really, really slow. I'm going to be honest. Um, and to be honest, um, it wasn't our first business that we started. Okay. Our first business was a fail. <laughs> 
we tried to do a mobile thrift boutique. Um, it failed. Okay, the overhead was too high. Okay, it was not cool. <laughs> also, I was wondering. You said that you had looked at profit margins and you looked at businesses, and you were mm-hmm. like saying there was a lot of saturation of body butters. Mm-hmm. So, how did you decide to go forward and do this anyway? Well, um, I just had a lot of people test my product. And when they told me it was the best they ever had, I was like, okay, that makes me feel like we could be competitive and we can do it. At least that was the mindset that I was in then. Um, It was about being the best. Now, um, I actually think that that's not good business advice. Don't watch Shark Tank. (laughs) I would Mm, say that. Don't watch Shark Tank. (laughs) Because they will have you thinking that if you don't invent something and have the patent and you're not the only one that you shouldn't even try, right? Um, And that is not true. Um, The truth is, is that I had a community who loved me, who cared about me, who um, if it was maybe a mediocre butter, they probably would have still bought it, right? They probably would have. And I wish um, somebody would have told me because... um, that would have took some of the anxiety out, the, the need to be perfect. But that that perfectionism, it made us, you know, it made us create a business that now um, in 2021, like I'm just blessed to say that it's like scalable if we want to. You know what I'm saying? It's um, I'm, I'm just I'm very grateful for what it took to get us here. But it's been a it's been a. Um, a learning experience. I would definitely say that. So what did failing teach you? Because you said you had another business. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you had multiple businesses or if you only had one other one. But what what did failing teach you? So um, we had one other business. Um, and failing taught me um, about business structure. And um, about... How to make sure your like to me a successful business was having the least amount of overhead as possible, um, and if it couldn't be the least amount of overhead, then it had to be the least uh, amount of risk. And what's overhead? Oh, sorry. Um, your overhead is um, uh, just the how you describe it the cost of operating the business on a month to month basis. And when we had a thrift boutique, we had a storage unit that we were storing all these clothes. Yeah, people was donating the clothes, but they wasn't smelling good. We had to wash it. It was Mm. not working. So you had extra costs on top of that. Exactly. Costs that we did not, in the beginning, um, already calculate into that. And so we just couldn't keep up with it, and it wasn't making us any money. And when it wasn't making us any money, um, it became a waste of my time. Mm. Was it was it hard um, kind of calling it quits on that business? Oh, yeah. T had to be the one to be like, babe, it's over. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's done. Yeah, I was out. If it wasn't for T, I would be still hanging on to that little thrift. <laughs> A little thrift business asking y'all, y'all want some <laughs> some shirts, some hoodies, <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> and there are ways that we could have shifted that business to make it profitable, um, but it wasn't what I loved, you know. I didn't love it, and so I didn't have the um, the 
creative juices to to even get into the nitty gritty of what would it take to pivot uh, into a, a something that would uh, make it profitable. So it ended up being um, a way to figure out a foundation for cocoa bean. Mm, I love that. So, um, you know, this is born to create um, and we invite creatives of all types. Um, you know, we invited you here because your entrepreneurship and your entrepreneurial spirit is not only motivating, but just just you're a force to be reckoned with. You know what I'm saying? Um, and we 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 really um, want to do this podcast to inspire other creatives. Right. Like you personally inspired me. You know what I'm saying? But we'll talk about that in a minute. So I wanted to ask um if, if you had any words of advice um, for um, entrepreneurs who might just be getting started, um, who have a plan or, or, or uh, you know, afraid to take that leap, um, do you have any advice for somebody who's at the starting point? Excuse me. Yes. Um, so I would say, one, do your research. Research the products that are out there. Um, research the laws that govern your sector of business. Um, what licenses do you need? Because um, I've had, had friends who've had their businesses shut down. Um, do your research thoroughly. You know, this pandemic um, definitely has been like a magnifying glass on the different contradictions that exist in our society, um, the contradictions that, that are against humanity, against life. Um, and it, it showed us like, what is important? What do people really care about? What is essential? Mm -hmm. Um, what work is essential and our business thrives, right? I'm so blessed to say, um, while others, um, did not. Right. And, um, I, I've just, I don't know. I still am like, oh, my God, I cannot believe we had the year that we had, even though people people were losing money, people were losing their jobs. Um, but they were like, this right here, this self-care, I'm going to have this. This is important to me. I'm going to slow down. I'm going to take care of myself. I'm going to have this little special moment. Because that's what Cocoa Bean is. It's, it's a moment for yourself, right? I'll have um, black mamas be like, I get this for them. They can have the jerkins, the kids. The kids can have the jerkins. <laughs> I get the Cocoa Bean, you know? And that, that just makes me feel really, really good because it, it, it shows that um, it feels like a luxury to people. I love that. Um, so on a self-care tip, mm -hmm. do you have any um, self-care um, advice uh, for me and <laughs> also for our listeners? Um, so um, I really want to uplift um, the idea of slowing down. That is a big lesson that I took from um, this pandemic I feel like the hustle and bustle um, that we're forced to live under, um, it's not sustainable, you know. Um, I remember I saw the other day there was this article, there was this 100-year-old uh, woman, she turned 100 years old, and she owned um, a pie company. Mm -hmm. And the article was like celebrating her, like she still hand makes the pies. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Black women can't even retire at a hundred. You mean to tell me she a hundred years old, still back there whipping up dough? 
Right. Like I want when I'm a hundred, I'ma be on the beach soaking up the sun. I'ma be on somebody's porch rocking in my rocket chair Talk with a straw in my stuff. mouth. Okay. Right. I ain't gonna be whipping no butters. Okay. No shade. I'm just not, right? Um and again, thankful for the business structure, right? So it's scalable. So I'll be able to hire somebody, you know what I'm saying? But I that, the fact that that there are people celebrating this article as if that's what they expect, right? That's not sustainable. Um, and so as far as like self-care, taking the time for the small moments for yourself. I just realized just with like, I remember I just started, um, it was a, a challenge um, in this uh, somatic group that I'm in. They were like, you know, take the time to just slow down so I was let me try it for a week right and I just noticed that when I was intentional every moment to be like nope I'm not gonna rush I'm not gonna rush I had so much more time in general like it was wild I'm like how is this possible right and then it wasn't just that I had so much more time it was that like rest actually felt like rest you ever be supposed to rest, right? But it's you feel guilty about resting, so it's not really rest, right? That's let's not do that no more. Let's right. actually rest. Like I had good rest, right? Guilt-free rest, right? Rest that was actually recharging me. You know, the moments that I took to like slow down when I washed my hands. You know what I'm saying? And just like feel the lather and just like feel my own self, giving myself a little mini massage, right, while I'm doing it. Though it, it it changed everything, everything, like just these small things. And I'm still surprised, right, that these very small things, just taking the moment to like look at the sunset, to be like, nope, stopping working right now. I'm just stare at this and just be in awe of this beauty that I get to see every day, right? Like it means everything. And so that's what I would say. Take the time to look at the sunset, Okay, mm. slow down when you're washing your hands, when you when you're scrubbing your body. Right. Actually feel it. Don't just rub yourself like like you rubbing a test subject. Right. Rub yourself like you would rub a lover. Right. A child that you love. Right. It matters. It means everything. Wow, like, look, I'm like, wow, thank you. This is so correct. I love that you said that because I think that most people, myself included in this generation, have this like idea of always needing to go. Like the idea of resting feels wrong. Mm -hmm. Like that whole like, like chasing the bag lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So I love that you said that. And I think that that leads me into the question of wondering, like earlier you were talking about having trauma and you like overcoming that and using this, this brand to do that. Mm -hmm. How did you how did you learn to heal and how was that a part of your self-care journey? Very good question. Very, very good question. Um, well, to be honest, I'm still learning to heal. Still. Um, and really what it took was for me to that moment that I escalated to a point where I, I couldn't believe and I was able to look at that mirror. Um it gave me an opportunity to just like really acknowledge the way that my trauma was showing up. Um, and I will be honest, most of my journey has been spent on that, just that acknowledgement piece. There's still lots of things that I have to work through, but 
you know, um, being able to um, really live my values um, regarding like transforming yourself from the inside out, right? That has really, excuse me, that has really, um, really um, sorted out some like conflicting things inside of me. Um, it has given me the space to be able to address some of those hurts. Definitely went to therapy, okay? Go to therapy, go to therapy. Um, but, um, you know, I really believe in this idea of transformative justice. And, um, and I say that because, and that's when I talk about um, my organizing and my business being um, connected, right, being linked. Because what I found was that in order to be a good organizer, right, in order to make any type of impact on the world, I had to slow down. I had to take care of myself. I had to address this, um, the violence that I had experienced and the way that it was impacting me, my body, my thoughts, the way I thought about myself. Um, like literally walking around hating myself, right? And acknowledging that, like, dang, how you say you love black people, but you hate you? Mm. Ain't you black? Ain't you black? You know, like really um, addressing those contradictions that were showing up. And it it's not easy. <laughs> you know, it is not fun. It is not a walk in the park, honey. Um, but um, I, I will say that um, it is uh, life-changing. And it is something that we all are going to have to do. Unfortunately, we all are going to have to spend that time. Otherwise, we're doomed to recreate this messed up world that we live in. We're doomed to recreate it for the next generation. So how did you come from a home that like had violence and you carrying that over into your adult life and not transition that into like your relationship with your fiance, your relationship with your business and ultimately remove that relationship with yourself? Well, I definitely did um, bring it home. I definitely brought that violence into my relationships. And um, it's taken like some deep self-awareness. Um, and it takes me like checking myself on a daily um, and having empathy for myself. Um, because what I had to realize is that, you know, these these um, tendencies, these skills, you know, I came by these honestly, right? Um, I'm learning um, in generative somatics that the things that we do, the violence that, um, that we project onto others, the harm that we cause, you know, they're things that we learned um, when we were trying to survive, right? And those things are no longer applicable, and that's why they are causing us harm. But they take some some honoring, right? While it doesn't feel good to be like, oh, you did this terrible thing, but I learned how to fight for a reason, right? I learned how to make myself big for a reason, right? When For those times when somebody's trying to make me feel small, you know, I learned how to uh, be loud when people were telling me to shut up, right? Those are good skills to have, right? They were just being used incorrectly, right? I just didn't have choice or agency over those things. And so, you know, um, I really hope if I could do anything with Cocoa Bean is promoting this idea that we do self-care so that we can have agency over ourselves. So much, so many times I'll just see myself like doing something. Like you ever just see yourself like, I just did that or I just said that, right? 
Um, like and, an out of body experience. Yes, exactly. Um, and there was like so many things that, you know, I would be like, wow, like I just went months and I was not present at all. Mm. And I did these things and I said this and I just was not here. Um, and, and so therefore, when I wasn't present, I had no choice over um, the, the tactics that I used in order to survive, in order to be in community, in order to be in the space with people. And so um, I really see uh, radical self-care um, as a way to increase your amount of agency that you have over yourself. And to me, I feel like you can't change the world if you don't have power over yourself, right? Um, and I had to learn that the hard way. So can you tell us about like your favorite product in the, from the cocoa bean line that like gives you that feeling of empowerment or agency over yourself? Oh my gosh, there are so many. Um, but so this winter we made this um, cocoa butter based body butter. Um, we call it cocoa candy cane made with some peppermint essential oil in there. And oh my God. It smells delicious, right? If I could say so myself, and I know it sounds like I'm talking my my uh, product up. I'm Ain't not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm just being honest, right? I made it too. But when I put it on, I smell like a snack. Okay. <laughs> okay. And when I just, when I feel sexy and attracted to myself, right, it just, it just does something. It does something different when I'm walking through the world, and so I would definitely um, check out our cocoa candy cane body butter if you can. Um, we came up with a um, a cocoa box, as we call it, with um, our new chocolate line. It's just, uh, why don't you want to smell yummy? It just makes you happy, right? Um, and it comes with a chocolate deep pore cleanser. Keep that skin clear. Aloe vera base, you already know. We keep it all natural and organic. Um, but, but also a lip scrub, a chocolate lip scrub. Um, and I'm just like, <laughs> like talking about it, like I can almost smell it um right now. i can smell it <laughs> right. like it sounds so nice and i love that it sounds like a confidence booster it's like a confidence booster in a bottle yes yes that's exactly what it is at least that's how i feel and that's how um you know customers the feedback that they give again it's about taking that time when you take that time for yourself right and you smelling good and you rubbed yourself down and you took that 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 extra second and gave yourself that extra love you know it just does something different it just really does also, like, I feel like it's kind of like a home-cooked meal. Like, you can tell when it's made with love and when it's not. So I feel like that's the same with, like, skincare. Like, when it's made with love, you can feel it. Come on. That's why we, you know, people prefer um, the handmade over um, the more economical. They do. People will spend more in order to feel that homemade love. And I feel like we deserve that, don't we? We deserve a home-cooked meal. We deserve yeah. something where, you know, somebody set their intentions for you to love on yourself when they made this. And that's what I did. 
Wow, that is, I'm excited, I'm excited. Uh, so this podcast is sponsored by Ali Arranged Media, um, and I just want to let you know that after hearing about these boxes, I feel like we need to buy some of these, and we need to give some of these away. Uh, how do you feel about that? Oh my gosh, thank you. That would be amazing. And what a wonderful gift to give people. Most definitely. Not just giving them a gift um, as a product, but giving them opportunity to love on themselves. That's that's amazing. Self-care. Self-care. So important. So for those of you out there listening uh, who want to engage in this wonderful self-care, um, we're going to be giving this away. And these are your instructions. First, you have to go on our Ali Arranged Media Instagram. You have to find this post. Uh, mention three people on our post and then follow Coco Beans Skincare on Facebook as well. On Facebook as well. That is like, share, subscribe, and tag three people on Facebook and Instagram. Most definitely, most definitely. So um, we want to do this thing where we ask uh, the same question to all of our wonderful guests. And so we're looking for you to answer this question. Okay. Um, we want to ask, what does creativity mean to you? Mm. Such a good question. What does creativity mean to me? Well, the first thing that came to my mind um, was... Uh, being able to determine your own destiny. And um, I don't know why that definition came to mind, um, but I'm going to go with it. That's That feels like what the ancestors want me to offer right now. Um, but when I'm, the, I, the act of being creative, of creating something, you know, um, it's godlike to me. That's probably the shortest answer we have had, but that's probably one of the deepest answers we have had. I was like, wow. Right. Was like, she said so much and not a lot at the same time. Thank you. It was like a haiku. Like, wow. Look, I felt like I should be saying thank you for the thank you. Right. Oh, my God. Like, so that was better than a fortune cookie. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so I want to ask one last question for you. So... As someone who is like joining a market that's saturated or joining an industry that already has enough people saying it's not going to work out or there's already other people doing it, how do you get to a place where you just do it anyway? Well, um, what I would say is, is that, you know, if we just take um, the skincare uh, business sector, I don't know anybody that has just one brand of skincare products in there in their vanity, on their vanity, in their bathroom. Um, and there are forces out there that will um, make you feel like if you cannot compete with these big brands, these big corporations, that you shouldn't do it. Um, the truth is, is if you have a customer base, you can pretty much make anything, right? And the truth is, is that people buy into you. If the product is great, that's even better. But they buy into you. They want to be in your community. They care about you as a person. And I would say just do it. You are amazing. People love you. Just do it. And that's no matter who you are, right? Some people also think um, I only can create a business if I'm famous, right? That's not true. I'm not famous, right? That is not true at all. Um, 
if you but if you do have a customer base you're going to succeed that's the basis of it so get rid of that anxiety and just do it my name is carla williams i'm the host of born to create and i am richard jones also a co-host of born to create um Thank you so much for coming. Uh, we have thoroughly enjoyed you. Um, this is Been Born to Create with Alex Shabazz from Coco Bean Skincare, and she was born to create. Thank you for listening to Born to Create. We're your hosts, Richard Jones Jr. and Carla Williams. If you know of someone in the Madison area who should be featured on our show, send us an email at oddlyarranged.gmail.com. Make sure to subscribe to Ali Arranged Media on all social media platforms to stay up to date on all things Born to Create. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.